Get to Old Navy right now. All jeans are on sale up to 50% off. From just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Try on a pair in store and save even more. With 5 bucks off your purchase of $50 or more during Old Navy's Great Denim Try-On-A-Thon. Hurry in now to find your perfect fit and save big with up to 50% off all jeans. Now at Old Navy. Valid 812 to 821. Excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items, and jewelry. $5 discount valid with jeans purchase. It's time for the Wiener Shake Show, Wiener Shakers. To get involved, please call 302 Raw Dumb. Raw Dumb. Yeah. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. We about to blow the lid off of this bitch. It's the Wiener Shake Show. And now, here's Greg Wiener and Imran Shake. What's up, asshat? Hey, cunt lips. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Your levels uh, in the last episode, I'm, I'm working on episode seven right now. That's what I did while I waited for you um, because you were running late again, which is, you know, it's consistent, but I had to work that factor into my schedule. Why don't you suck me off? Um, because uh, I wouldn't be able to because I'd be spitting vomit from just being an inch away from your junk. I'll have you know, I thoroughly deep clean my junk. Do you shave? Do you man shave? You manscape your shit? I don't shave. I trim. Have you ever shaved your dick by accident? Like nicked it? Well, because, you know, like at the base of your, you know, jism shooter, there's uh, hairs sometimes, right? Or is that just me? No, no, there's hairs. Yeah, I've got Okay, thank God. Jesus. And I'm, it's awkward. It's awkward placing. I imagine your junk is super hairy. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm a hair suit man uh, all over. And the, fuck? The, the, the situation that I have is that if I shaved, it would be really weird because there's hair everywhere. All right? right. I mean, let's just be. So I trim instead and I leave a little <laughs> airstrip. Yeah, of sorts. Oh, of God, sorts. I was kidding. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, that's how it is because I want I want women to know that I'm a very virile person and I'm not really ashamed of my hair. It's it's clean, it's not filthy like I wash myself. Okay, but like, an airstrip that's reserved for women and their vaginas. You don't leave an airstrip right above your dick and balls. No, I mean that I was being a little hyperbolic there. Okay. Uh, I have an arrow pointing down <laughs> to my junk. Actually, the arrow is not pointing down to my junk. It's actually pointing up. So it says a reminder like, "Hey, once you're done there, you've got other things to attend to." Like what? What's uh, you know, I don't think we should start this podcast off talking about Imran's dick. My mouth could use some servicing. Ew. Like that's what? the message I want them to get subtly from the arrow pointing towards my mouth from my junk. Right. Is that it's not all about the dick. No, it's not. No. It's not. No. Can I can I tell you something? Please do. This is for real right yeah. now? Yeah. I have never climaxed from uh fellatio. Fellatio. <gasps> well, never. this is what today's podcast will be about. <laughs> Oh, man. And I went in going like, all right, don't talk about sex. Talk about something else. Don't you know talk what, about though? Sex. Listen, we're going to we're going to run through the sex stuff and then eventually we'll know all there is to know. And so will everybody that listens to the podcast and then we'll have other stuff to talk about. It's not like we're leaning on it. It's just. Um, no, no, no. It's only our highest listened to podcast literally has sex education in the title. No, our highest listened to podcast, according to Zcast, is episode one. Is it really? Yeah, it's up at like 170. Let's not get numbers. Let's not get numbers. Let's not get numbers. We don't need numbers. All right. Whatever you say, Massa. Jesus. Uh, wow. What? A, I just, yeah, basically Wait a listeners. Minute. Hold what? on. Fuck the listeners. 
No, I mean, don't fuck them. We love you guys. Please subscribe, review. Please review, oh. even if you just give a thumbs up. We need to build those numbers as well, and we really appreciate. I, I did a big request for subscribers, and I we appreciate you guys a lot because it's helping us get a, a foothold in this new industry that we have dived into head first. Anyway, can I just say what? that I um, I don't give a shit about achieving any sort of success. All I want is to walk down the street and some lady with giant yabos saying, "Hey, are you that sidekick from the Greg Weiner podcast?" Yeah. I am. Oh wow! You've got all the trappings of celebrity, without without the failings, and you're free, loosey goosey, to do whatever you want because you're not the your name's your name's not the main billing on the show. I mean, my name's on on the marquee, I guess, as it were, but it's not you know, it's not the Imran Shake podcast. It's the Greg Weiner podcast with, with Imran, Imran Shake. Right? She's gonna be like, so you're willing to do whatever you need to do with me, and then we just have like crazy monkey sex right there. Wow. That's my goal. That's my your goal, goal. My goal is to just get fans and guys, too. If guys come up to me and are like, can I please blow you because I listen to you on the radio hmm. or the podcast or the Internet? I, you know, polite, politely decline. Like, no, th thanks, man. Well, I appreciate a that. mouth I, is I, a I mouth, though. I don't think, you know, thought about that. You know, I mean, <sighs> a mouth is a mouth. But that's the thing. It's not for me. When it comes to Falacio, it's not so much about what's happening to my uh, my Washington Monument, as it were. It's mostly about her. Uh, real quick sidebar, though, uh, to use uh, Washington Monument as a euphemism, being of Muslim descent, or practicing the it seems like sleeper cell chatter. So I just wanted to touch upon that real quick. You picked. You could have picked anything. You could have picked a banana, a love hammer, a jism shooter, a, a, a pussy pounder whatever your euphemism would be, but you chose the Washington Monument. So I just wanted to point a, that out. All those things that you just mentioned, they're crass. So that's why my mind didn't go there. Right. B, literally the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. You know? Your mind? Because you, you have more than one mind, apparently. There, you did it again. You added an you're S. Always, you added an always, S. Imran. always hammering me about this. Well, because you got to speak properly. And I want people to know Maybe that the violinist didn't like how you added S's. I don't add S's. You I'm did. You just you, did. You I want me to roll back the tape? Greg and I did a show together. We did a play. We're both actors. They already actors, know all this. Thesbians. Mm -hmm. And we did a show, and I come off stage, and this was one of the performances where I was like, all right, not bad, Imran. You did all right. You did all right. You didn't, you know, maybe reach the sun, but, but you came close. You came close. And I'm coming off feeling pretty good about myself. And Greg, right off the bat, as soon as I walk in uh, to the to the dressing room, because we had a shared dressing room, Greg goes, why'd you add all those plurals? Did and not. he saw me saunter in. He saw me saunter in, chest puffed out. And he knows I'm the type of guy that when I come off stage, I'm just a barrel of steam. Oh, I remember you coming in when, when things didn't go right and you'd... You'd throw pants like that was a gesture of, of, oh, look out. Imran just threw a pair of pants across the dressing room. Uh-oh, the building might crumble from his anger. Look out, Fort Myers. Aren't those impotent uh, 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 explosions of rage hilarious? Yeah, yours, yeah. Is, yours specifically because you are such a mild-mannered dude for the most part. That all right. You come in and it's like somebody just just cursed out your family or something but no it was that you messed up one fucking word that nobody in the audience even realized so 
Apparently add in plurals when it should be singulars, according to Greg Wiener. Okay, no, you've never done that on stage. I was never on stage with you to hear you do that. You do it in IRL, in real life. No. Like you, you just said did I it did here. You it on stage. No, I didn't. Yes, you... Oh, you're you misremembering, dude. You're misremembering. No. And... No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Do you like how I'm trying to make that no a thing? I'm trying to make that my thing. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's great, man. <laughs> it's great. It's really... I, I walk by people on the street and they're like, no, <laughs> no. And they're like, oh my God, Imran Shake," And they're like, yeah. And they're just going, no, no. Oh my God, that's no. so funny. No. It's great. Bob. It's great. Bob. It's going to be the catchphrase for uh, a millennia. I mean, I hope it's just physics is the catchphrase. I think that's a good one, personally. You can't really plan uh, what is going to catch fire. You know, that's why the, these viral videos, you know, people try to make viral videos and shit for ad campaigns. And, you know, if there's a brilliant mind and team behind it, it'll work. But you, we can't create fucking catchphrases for a podcast that has no budget. Uh, It'll come. Yes. What are you saying? We're going to wait. Are you implying that as soon as we get a budget, we're going to hire marketers not to make ads for us, but create catchphrases for us based on no. market research? No, no. But then now that's a, that's a good idea, it. though, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we will have a writing team eventually. Oh, that'd be rad. Yeah, we will. Oh, I mean, we're going to do all that. We've got the exact formula for greatness and success. We do. So, we do. speaking of which, you don't come from head, and you've never come from head. Uh, let's let's say I don't arrive at my destination. No, I want to say from uh, jizz. Because I'm a 12-year-old at heart. The reason why is because I never know what to do with my ejaculate. Because, again, you are not some asshole prick who's right. going to just grab the back of someone's head and force completion I upon them. I would never do that. I no. could never do that. I wouldn't either. That is so anathema to me. I, is that the word? Antithema? What? Anathema? Intifada. It's a, and, uh, you intifa wanna, it's yeah. so intifada to me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Greg. No problem. It's so antifada to me to do that. I could never do that. I could That's You know so what wrong. I did? Um, like my first real like high school girlfriend, the first time we had sex, right when I was getting ready to uh, pop, I go, oh God. And I announced, uh, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come. I'm going to come. <laughs> Because I didn't know, like, what to do. <laughs> like, that was the first time I'd, like, really come in front of somebody I gave a shit about. And so I figured, well, I should announce it. So to get her ready. I mean, I had a, you know, a condo on. So, but that goes back to coming inside of a girl or not. You can't. <laughs> I'm going to come. I'm coming. It's like, the voice. It's yeah, it's the voice. I'm coming. Hey, hey, I'm coming. Well, I was 15, so, you know, I didn't have the uh, she, the cadence and the bravado and the, the gruff. Was she like, get a grip? What did she say? Was she like, okay? <laughs> was she like, all right. Good man. for you. That was the point. Can you get off of me now? I don't remember what she said. She probably didn't say anything. She probably just dried up instantly and, you know, her vagina <laughs> just instant like by reflex squeezed my dick back out. Get she out was of probably here. as nervous as you. That's the thing that, That's true. that I never fathom and it makes me feel like I'm a sociopath is that I never understand that women too are human beings. And let me continue <laughs> that thought. Christ. I, I don't I don't want that I don't want that thought to end there. Women too are human beings and therefore also have nerves and anxiety. Anxiety and also don't know what they're doing. 
just as much as men. Yeah, no, that's a good thing to remind yourself of, especially in the initial courting phase of uh, new right. new uh, beginnings. Right. Is that you're both insecure, you're both not sure of, right. of how to behave, and you know, so yeah, good. <laughs> well, way to go. So still, so the reason you haven't uh, completed in fellatio is, is because I you're a gentleman. <laughs> I don't, well, I wouldn't say gentleman. I, I would say it's it's cowardice in that I don't know how to broach that subject. Imran, I don't know when to. Had, I don't know how to. You've had girlfriends, have you not? Yeah. Like consistent relationships for more than two yes. months. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that never came up in discussion or you just kept it unspoken and, and awkward? I just kept it as I can't from that. Was, and, and that's fine. Was like your girlfriend like a fucking nun or something? Like, why couldn't you have that discussion? No, I don't know. That I was mean, the listen. Plot, even though she was... We were together for like a long, and I have deep abiding love and affection and respect and oh, admiration man, for my ex. This is the same girl. Yeah, we know. We know. We heard and your soliloquy and your disclaimer already. If she's putting your penis into her uh, orifice, she knows that um, jism comes out, man. Jism. That's such a well, gross word, too. Like, she's prepared for it. It's like, you, you know, if you're buying a car, you know that eventually you're going to run out of gas. I mean, it's just a normal thing to, to reason. Well, I, that's what I have to tell myself. Like, just today, there's a girl who, you know, I'm a chit-chatting with. I It took me two hours to text her, I miss you, because I kept on waffling back and forth, back and forth, like, oh, should I say I don't know if I should say that. They might be too forward. It might not to be forward. Mind you, we've had intercourse several times already. And I came to the point where I was like, I've been inside her. I think saying <laughs> I miss you is not a bad idea. Like, I don't think that's forward. You know what I mean? Like, There's the catchphrase. I've been inside her. I don't think I miss you is too forward. Yeah, I think that's some good rationale, Imran. I think that that's uh, dead on. But I had, I, had to, I had to argue with myself about that. And that was the clinching argument. Hold on. Did you text her I miss you at all? Oh, I did. I did. Oh, okay, Eventually, good. because the, the winning argument was idiot. You've been inside her more than once. Right. And she's actually told you she's verbalized that she enjoys it. I think it's okay for you to say that you miss her company. Mm. Anyway. I know that. Just, I, I know exactly that. I, I mean, I, I've sat you know? and questioned what I'm texting to uh, this girl that I've been talking to because we went oh, out on well, one date. No, I'm not going to go into it. You, you know what? You're an asshole. You're, you can all talk about yourself. You love yourself this is, so much. I want people to know I've been getting texts day and night from Greg, which I've been probably ignoring. <laughs> oh, no. We need to get into that because you ignored me the entire day yesterday, Imran. The entire day. I have been slaving uh -huh. over this podcast editing episode after episode, talking with people, getting people to subscribe, and you don't respond to anything. Why don't you respond to texts? What's wrong with you? Why are you so cold I was, inside? I was years and years of abandonment issues. I was having an off day yesterday. Oh. I was a little off. You know, maybe, a, but maybe interacting with me, a nice, funny person who cares, and dare I say, loves you, Imran. Maybe, oh, no. yeah. I dropped Here the L bomb. Is that too much? Here we go. Should we Here end we it? Go. Should we end this? Uh, I uh, like you too, Greg. No, but oh, go shit. fuck yourself. Of course, you would never love a Jew because it goes against everything in your intifada, you know, Ramadan. Right. Um, well, I was taught two things growing up, abandonment issues and don't ever express genuine affection for 
Jews. Imran, if you were having an off day, maybe pouring yourself into a, a fun discussion of a venture may have pulled you out of it. What, your your new girl? No, who I, I didn't text. Name, I didn't right? text you about her. I texted we you. We don't need to. Uh, no, I don't want to say her name. Okay. She's well, actually, you a... know what? She, she, she loves this show. <laughs> And I don't think Does she's she lying. Really? Yeah, she she texted me this morning that um, she heard the bit about um, an ex not moving for the wallet when the check came. <laughs> and we, That's a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had a moment uh, when the bill came. I think I may have told you. Maybe I did text you this because we haven't been on the air since the date, which was Monday, which went great. But anyway, yeah, great. she listened. I'm so sure we'll hear. No, I'm not going to sit here and talk about my love life. Yeah, you'll reserve that for texts to me. I texted you once. Anyway. I'm glad that she likes the show, though. That's yeah. Really cool. No, she does, and she listens, and she said she's a fan instantly. Wow. Yeah. All of the episodes? I don't wow. know. I Yeah. Ah. I, I don't know, because now she's going to like learn shit about me me that we haven't actually had conversations about together because we've been out once we were texting furiously though so um and i'm seeing her tomorrow night yeah anyway yeah it is weird because and even now i was just editing the last episode and i'm like ooh, i don't know if i want to put this in the podcast because i don't want her to hear me i want to give up the ghost you know we're still we're still like we're still courting each other i guess although i it's, I think it's kind of on like Donkey Kong, but that's just me. We're into each other. Don't don't associate yourself with Donkey and his Kong. I think I haven't been on a date since we started uh, doing this, and I'm thinking about it now. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend. I would be very happy to tell someone I'm doing a podcast with with a with a Jew, and I'm very happy with it. I think it's going great, and you know we have plans and stuff like this. But I would be hesitant to recommend her listening to it because I wouldn't, like you said, give up the ghost. I don't want to. It's too early for her to know about my idiosyncrasies, shall we say? Yeah, I mean there uh, there's certain intimacies that we go into on this that are. Like, you know, reserved for, uh, you know, months down the road, maybe. Or who knows? Maybe you just end up... Or never. Or never. Sure. Yeah, I mean, anything's possible. Who knows? Riveting. Riveting conversation. This is great conversation. We didn't get anywhere with this. Get to Old Navy right now. All jeans are on sale up to 50% off. From just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Try on a pair in-store and save even more. With 5 bucks off your purchase of $50 or more during Old Navy's Great Denim Try-On-A-Thon. Hurry in now to find your perfect fit and save big with up to 50% off all jeans. Now at Old Navy. Valid 812 to 821. Excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items, and jewelry. $5 discount valid with jeans purchase. Get to Old Navy right now. All jeans are on sale up to 50% off. From just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Try on a pair in-store and save even more. With 5 bucks off your purchase of $50 or more during Old Navy's Great Denim Try-On-A-Thon. Hurry in now to find your perfect fit and save big with up to 50% off all jeans. Now at Old Navy. Valid 812 to 821. Excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items, and jewelry. $5 discount valid with jeans purchase. 
This podcast is supported by Zcast. Zcast.co is their web address. They are an app and website. They provide the platform that you're hearing this podcast on. They provide RSS feeds, server space, and links for sharing your podcast. We'd like to thank the folks over at Zcast for their incredible platform and for their constant and undying support. We love you, Zcast. Thank you so much for your hard work, and we look forward to forging a beautiful, professional profitable and maybe sexual but not harassing sexual relationship with you thank you zcast and now back to greg wiener and imran shake the wiener shake show that's a close man in pocket Greg. Here's the sitch. Okay, what's the scenario? You're on the train. You're going into the city. You got a big audition. Manhattan. Going into the city. Um, I got a big, big time audition. I'm learning my lines and stuff. A very beautiful woman walks into the train with me mm-hmm. into the same car. And she's sitting, excuse me, she's sitting maybe, I don't know, several seats down. But like there's only three people on the train. And so it's kind of obvious who's on the train. You take note of who's in the train. And she's obviously very attractive. I'm very attracted to her. And so I notice her. So I'm like, okay, all right. Did well, you get, I've got to learn you, my lines. Did you achieve uh, erection? Was that what happened? I achieved half an erection. Partial chub. Because I was also okay. partial, partial chub. chub. Because I was also focused on learning my lines, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, ugh. And I literally, at that point, I was like, give me a break. Really? Give me a break. Mm. Like, you ever see someone so attractive that you get angry about it? Yes. Like, it's just like, fuck, yeah. you, got, you gotta be kidding me with this. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> so, I see those girls and I'm like, you know what, I'm purposely not gonna look at you because every other man looks at you and I'm not gonna let right. you win this contest that I'm having <laughs> in my head. So, no, hot girl, I'm not giving you attention. Screw you. Let you wonder why that one big-nosed Jew didn't look at you. Let that that let that let just pierce through your craw for about a minute. It's like when you inadvertently race with people without them knowing, like when you're running or just even walking down the street. Yeah, totally. Um, it's nothing like yeah, that, I like, but go ahead. <laughs> King of the wrong right, analogies, potato, but go ahead. Potato, potato. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, all right. So train, you know, goes on, does its business. I keep on like checking around from the corner of my eye every time. Cause then it becomes this weird fascination of like, when, what stop is she going to get off on? Is she going to get off on my stop? Ooh, I hope she gets off on my stop. Was she looking behold, at you? She could care less about okay. my existence. And so it's it an important, very obvious. It's an important detail no, there. No, I'll be very honest. I'll be very honest because... I did feel something from her and I, I've learned that I need to trust that instinct instead of thinking that I'm just making it up. Because there are instances where I'm like, oh no, for sure she doesn't. This person does not care about me. But I was getting a vibe from her. I was getting an an, an energy from her what? that was kind of... What was the uh, sign that made you? There was no physical sign, to be honest. It just felt, it, it honestly felt like an energy, like an aura of reciprocating feelings of like, oh, he's he's attractive, or like, oh, he's he's a cute guy. Okay, hold you know, on a second. Kind of... Hold on a second. So you're you're reading Backup. her aura, and her aura is telling you that Listen. she that her aura thinks your aura is sexy. You identify Listen, that as a fact in your head. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's a scientific thing. I'm not saying it's a qu- uh, quantitative thing. I just got this feeling that she finds me attractive. Maybe not as much as I find her attractive, but somewhat attractive all right, enough. All right. that, that she may be checking me out. I'm gonna let that pass. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you have that. That's benevolent of you. 
And so then she finally gets off on the stop that I'm getting off on, oh, which boy. is a fantasy. And I'm like, wow, this is great. Okay. And so then, and then we go about our, we go our separate ways because then I get really nervous and like, then it's like, okay, I got to play it cool. I got to play it cool. And in my mind, playing it cool means show absolute disinterest. Yes. Shut, shut yourself off. Yes. And just focus. Yes. You win. Uh, you, right. You're so I, yeah, I, I, I'm too cool for school in that situation. Mm -hmm. uh, like, all right. So that happened. That happens all the time. You see people on this train, you know, you see thousands of people, you know, within a month and some are attractive, some are not, some are curious, some yeah, are yeah, silly, yeah. some are funny, sure. whatever. You see people. And some catch your eye, some don't. She caught my eye. Big deal. Happenstance. I'm coming back after I did my audition and I ran some errands, i.e. Uh, went 10 blocks out of my way to get KFC. And then what? was come back. Well, I, I was like, I the audition was a little rough, so I decided to treat myself to, to eat KFC. Your and you ate your feelings because you had a shit oh, audition. Oh, I ate my feelings. Oh. oh, I ate my feelings. And then some. Okay, so. Oh, my God. God, did I eat my feelings? Jesus, what did so, you get at KFC real quick? I always get the famous bowls and I get two of them. And this time I got them with a side of fries, which is a bad idea because their fries are too salty. So we're getting, I'm co coming back after running these errands and walking around in the rain, which is, which is a good thing because the rain makes me look better. The rain adds like two points to me. How so? It, Why? Because your hair gets all tussled the and hair wet? Gets, the hair gets all tussled and wet and cool looking. There's something about overcast conditions that just makes people, not just me, but people and especially verdantry pop. It just makes it pop. Especially and what? So, virgin tree? Virgin tree. Uh, greens. Uh, trees. Verdant tree. Green stuff. Flora. Why can't you? Why do you have to use words like verdant tree? Because I'm a, I'm not a D class A like you. Um, I'm erudite. People People so are then, turning their fucking phones off right now. Fuck that erudite Muslim prick. He's using words I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't, what do you mean by erudite? Go ahead. So the, the flora Urgot. just glows with water. Go ahead. Ergot, that's the thing. That's the rotten grains. Go ahead, boy, oh boy, Marty. This, this, this. Imran Sheikh fella. I don't understand where he's going with this fucking story. I'm, I'm trying I'm, to get I'm at the end. I'm at the end of my patience, Morty. Not even he's not even halfway through his fucking story. He's yet, doing Jesus. another scenario like that goddamn napkin scenario that went nowhere. Cool. I'm actually trying to be concise and quick here because I I, I understand. Okay. And you go and eat KFC and I gotta stop and ask you what you had, because mostly right? it's That's disgusting fair. and you decided to have bowls. Didn't even oh, get the real chicken stuff. pieces. Well, the mash, I gotta go to the chicken pieces back because the the mashed potatoes and the bowls are too dry. Too okay. dry. All right, so it was raining. You had KFC in your stomach. You had a shit audition. You were horrible for some I'm reason. I'm schlepping KFC around. I'm wet. I'm I'm looking good. I'm looking rain good. And lo and behold, who do I see? I, I, so I get in the subway car going back home, and I look over just halfway through the commute, and it's the same girl. Please tell me you don't have the KFC bag on your person at this moment. Oh, of course I do. Full oh view. God. Full view. Her it's nipples just must discreet. have just popped out after she saw that. She had to get a new shirt. And it's not just a, a regular KFC bag. It's like an extra large KFC <laughs> bag because I got, I got two bowls. 
And so it's like literally poundage of food. It's like just a knapsack, a rucksack of food and with KFC branding. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my God, it's the same girl, did holy you, shit. Did you try and hide the bag real quick? No, I was so caught off guard that it was her that I I immediately meant it, went into too cool for school mode and I just started focusing on my crossword puzzle and I was just doing that. And I actually, to be honest, forgot about the KFC bag. She didn't. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was like, oh, there's that kind of weird guy who was looking at me and he has an extra large bag of KFC. Okay. Pussy dry he, as a bone. Did he go into the city just to buy KFC? What a fucking weirdo. What a fucking weirdo. So I'm like getting off the train and I'm, and we get off at the same stop. Again, obviously, so because we got on it. Live near each other. And so I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I should say something to her. I should talk to her. I should talk to her because if I don't, I'm going to regret it. I always regret situations like this. I should do it just for the regret, not even for the possibility of meeting someone, just so I don't have to deal with the goddamn yeah. regret that I'm going to have for the rest of the week. And so I chicken out and I don't <sighs> say anything to her I just leave god damn it my question is should I have approached her and if I had approached her what would you what say should I have said? first of all you you used chicken out I think that that says a lot about the situation being that you were you were carrying around a rucksack of KFC bowls in the city <laughs> maybe it, it was a good instinct of you to not approach her because she would have just looked at you looked down at the bag of KFC and just <laughs> turned around and walked away uh, no she I would have been like hey she would have been like I'm sorry I don't have any spare change I'm sorry <laughs> yeah right I you know I, you gotta go by instinct man I mean oh, women oh. have got and if she's a beautiful woman she's probably constantly getting approached right. but did she did she notice you again the way you noticed her, this is the same guy I saw earlier today. Hard to say because she must have because when you sit in the car, you look around and you look at people, you know, no matter what you're doing, even if you're listening to music or reading, you still look around. So she must have known. Mm -hmm. Maybe she saw me on the platform. I don't know. But like the question is, was I memorable enough right in her mind? Because I was running the scenario and I was like, I could go up to her and be like, hey, um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to bother you. But like I noticed that we were on the on the train on the way into the city and now we're on the train back to the city <laughs> that's not a good opener <laughs> it's kismet so i thought we should talk yeah no i mean because she could have been like who are you? i no i didn't see you really okay maybe don't talk to me right now you know how i would have tried to approach how? it like if did she have a bag on her or was there something about her outfit or something that you could just go into a conversation with like you know if you're walking next to a person and you know there's a bum on the floor you look at you look at the stranger and you're like give him an eye roll or something and say "Ooh, god i hope he dies soon he looks like shit what does he got to live for nothing quite as romantic as i hope that bum dies soon i mean there is a certain kind of mercy in that thinking like oh i don't get off that. the street no but there was a, all right so people. back to the girl anyway, screw that's a whole nother podcast. so th that's what i would say <laughs> oh, that would be my uh, dating there advice. There was literally nothing, there was nothing that caught my eye about her that was not based on her physical appearance. All right, were you guys walking together as you left the train? Like, were you next to each other? No, she, now this is interesting, right? Huh. She, on the way into the city, she got up a stop before her stop and stalked 
by the, uh, the, the exit doors. On the way back, I noticed that she didn't start moving to get up until I passed her outside the car. Huh. Hmm. Curious, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, I've had situations where I've had a long day and on the way home, I kind of take my time getting out of the train car. That's valid. Right. But maybe she was trying to... Sniff your KFC bag. <laughs> maybe she just wanted a whiff of that shit. Because it smells great. We just all know that we really shouldn't be eating it. Oh, immediately after polishing off the first bowl, I was like, this was a mistake. What the fuck was I thinking? So what made you get into that second bowl right away? Feelings. Mm-hmm. So you, you're saying going up to her and being like, hey, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm not a creep or anything, but I saw you on no, the train. No, that's not what I'm saying <laughs> at all. No, uh, that's don't misinterpret. That is not what I would, what, not what Greg Wiener would do. Um, what would you do? First of all, do? I wouldn't do anything because typically I don't pick up random girls on subways. I never have. But even, okay. Even what? Even if it's such a huge, eight million people, Greg, in this city. No, yeah, no, see, because, all right, now I'm putting myself in your shoes. I'm putting myself in your shoes, and I would have, I would have tried to maybe position myself closer to her, and then, and just looked at her, made sure she got my, got, that I was looking at her and said, hey, good to see you again. I saw you earlier today. How's it going? You just dive in head first and you take the risk because now you're regretting that you didn't. And I think it's that simple, but we're, we as insecure dudes are like scared of rejection, scared of being seen as this misogynistic, rapey, stalkish monster figure. And so we, we go into ourselves and we say no 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 she doesn't want to hear from a guy she doesn't she'll think she'll she'll think I want to blow her up she'll think I'm a terrorist blah right. blah that whole bit because you added she'll your muslim it. thing to it and it's it's a whole another set of insecurities which I don't I I, I don't envy you I'm so she'll sorry smell the curry you. on my mouth yeah well, off your I, skin I mean it comes out of the pores that shit just out of the pores I sweat curry yeah um see that's the, that it's the thing I don't know good lines that line Hey, good to see you again. That never occurred to That's me. That's not a That's line. That's such a good line. It's That's not. such a good line. Well, because, it's such a good line. Well, you went into the whole, uh, well, hi. Uh, you go into this whole, like, description and apology before you just say <laughs> hi. You say, well, I noticed that you were um, on the train earlier today at 2.45 and I was sitting over here. I mean, by the point that you get to your third <laughs> sentence, she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she moves on. So you got to just, just, you got to assume a lot more than you should maybe. And you just dive in. You just dive in. You take a risk. You, you, you sink or swim. <sighs> what are you going to so do? So you would have approached her. You would have approached her. I don't know. Not now. I wouldn't. I just don't know what's, what do you say? What is the initial thing you say? That's what I just don't know. It's that. You just, you know when you're at a bar and you're you're with a group of people and then there's another table next to you with another group of people and I don't somebody drink. at your table, fine. Okay, so you're at a soda bar. You're at a fucking hot dog stand. No, not a hot dog stand. Whatever. You're at a restaurant. You're at a bar where a bunch of people are hanging out, separate groups, and your, your proximity to another table, you're right there. And you, somebody at another table who you know nobody at, uh, screams something about a football team and you look over because they made a large fucking sound with their mouths and you're like, and you smile at somebody sitting at that table and you say, yeah, no way to go. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. It's like finding a, a tiny little commonality that you can base Damn. a conversation on. And that's, that's what you do. Fuck. It's not smooth. It's being, a, it's just being a normal human being. I think you have to start jacking off at home as much as you've been doing and get out into the real world. <laughs> 
Because apparently, after you jizz to porn, you shut down to society, and you're too Dude. valuable a human being to be closeted in your little fucking dried-up sock-filled bedroom. And that's a compliment, Listen. okay? That's a compliment. I just called you Somewhere. valuable to society. Somewhere in there, there's a compliment. No, I appreciate that. Um, listen, I just, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't want to be a creep. And I, yeah, everyone fears rejection. I fear rejection. I just, I don't know. I just feel like the cold calling someone is so hackneyed in a way. And like honesty is hackneyed. Because so then how do you, how do you get anywhere if everything to you is hackneyed and, and you know. Apps, Tinder, but that's, oh, Tinder Dude, sucks. fuck Tinder. Fuck Tinder. Fuck all those fucking apps, man. Weirdos, 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 weirdos. I've, I've met some normies on there. Violinist. Yeah. She was on Tinder. I know. I know. Um, I did have. Oh, really? We should take a break. We'll do a little business and we'll be right back. Uh, yes. Hello, caller. You're on the Dr. Bill show. How may I help you? Uh, yes. Uh, hi, Dr. Bill. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Likewise, I'm sure. What's the problem today? Yes. Um, I'm having some problems uh, in the bedroom with my wife. So I'm just kind of a overall lackluster enjoyment with each other. And then as well as um, out of the bedroom, we're just not really excited about anything anymore. And uh, I was wondering if you had any uh, good marriage tips for us because we are having some trouble. I think I can help you, caller. Okay, I'll hang up and listen. Good to talk to you, caller. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, and it's great that you bring up boredom in the marriage. And it's why 50% of all marriages end in divorce. And you may not like what I'm about to say, but it's generally due in part to your laziness in the bedroom. I mean, you tell me that you don't go inside your girl, come and fall asleep. Come on, that's boring. You got to be creative. I mean, I'll bet you 15 bales of hay you haven't gone down to the local Triple X Emporium, picked up a strap-on dildo, and brought it home to your lady and said, Here, hun, slap this on. Tonight you're going to be inside of me instead of me being inside of you, thrusting and busting away. I'm going to bet you 12 hogs and a prayer dog you haven't done this. Now, fellas, I can hear everybody out there saying, Dr. Bill, that's just gay. I can't do that. And you know what I say? I say, shut up and take it like your girl takes it every day. Because if you don't know what it's like to be treated like a woman, how are you going to know how to treat a woman? I mean, it's all about communication. It's all about meeting in the middle. And, fellas, who knows? You may like getting it in the back end from a strap-on dildo attached to your wife, a person that you love. Just be careful. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of stories I hear out of ERs where, you know, men have an entire uh, a strap-on or anything, really, thrust all the way up inside of them because of the vacuum effect of the uh, anus. Uh Listen, it's more of an exit. You just got to be careful. There's ways, there's do's and don'ts to this too. Um, you know, clear out your bowels, uh, uh, be relaxed, and of course, uh, use the ever popular KY. Otherwise, you just ain't doing it right. Okay, it may hurt, but people, pain is part of life. I mean, come on. The dark-skinned South Asian. The bargain-shopping Hebrew. The Wiener Shake Show. We're back. What up, what up, what up? Um, did we have any unfinished business on that uh, before we went to break that uh, we need to address at all? Just that I can't come off ahead. Yeah, you're too considerate. You're too considerate. You know, I um, I have a few, you reminded me of a few instances where I approached. Well, one, well, okay, there's there's two things that you reminded me of. 
One, I was at a De La Soul concert in New York at a club, which I never go to. You laughing about De La Soul, a fucking great rap artist? What are you laughing about? You know this story, don't you? No, because when you said that, I thought Cirque du Soleil. Continue. Good. I'm going to leave that in because I don't know how you connect De La Soul to Cirque du Soleil. Well, okay, maybe. Oh. Um, maybe you need to practice listening a little better. There's something for you to work on, okay? What? Hmm? So uh, I'm at I'm at the De La Soul concert and I see a, an attractive girl um, dancing around. You know we're all whatever behaving as you do at concerts. I'm in heaven. Yeah. I'm in heaven. I'm I'm like you know I'm, I'm stoned. I'm drunk probably a little bit. Whatever. I'm inebriated. It's what you do at concerts. Not you, but I no. do. And I at that point I remembered that I had a zit like dead <laughs> dead in the center of my forehead. And I I I, I looked over at this girl. And I kid you not, she had a zit in the same exact spot on her forehead. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe, maybe this is a good in. We both have a zit that is so, so in such a prominent part of our heads of our persons that, you know, we're aware of it. So obviously, you know, she's not the type of person to cover it with with uh, caked amounts, uh, layers of makeup. She's so not superficial. Yeah, she's not superficial. She's like, hey, I got a zit. I don't give a shit. I'm a de la soul. And this is perfect. So I think to myself, that's a great in, Greg. It's a great in, man. So I, you know, we were in a close enough proximity to each other where I didn't have to like traverse through you know scores of people and i uh i approach her and you know the music's playing i'm like hey how are you hey you know i i gotta say i noticed like so i have this zit in the same spot you have a zit and the look on her face she didn't even like make any kind of response she just looked at me like you gotta be fucking kidding me and turned away and I was like, all right, well, lesson learned, Greg. Not a good in. So I don't know why you're asking me for fucking advice on, on missed connections on subways. Of course, that was a younger version, younger model of a Greg Wiener, and he really didn't have any moves at all. And still, What would, have, what would a present-day Greg Wiener have done? Not that. Not that. Maybe I should have just gone up to her and said, hey, how are you? It's a great band. <laughs> no. What? You don't say hi, how are you at a concert? <laughs> I don't know. Hey. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it. There usually has to be some kind of connector to get me into a conversation with a complete stranger. I'm going to make an effort to start talking to complete strangers. I feel like that's a skill you should have. Well, no. I knew, then you're going to be I a knew weirdo. Stylist. I, I had a hairstylist. And he, oh, when God. you're starting out in these big salons, don't roll your I eyes at me. I have a hairstylist. Don't roll your who, eyes what at are, me. Who are you, Bon Jovi? Like, how, I have a hair, I had a hairstylist. You, you have your own personal hairstylist. You're richer not than I thought. Not my personal hairstylist, but like, I, I, my, I went to a fancy hair salon. I don't usually go to a fancy hair salon. I actually always get my hair cut for $12 plus $2 tip in Jersey City, New Jersey, from a woman who does not speak a lick of English. She speaks, she's Vietnamese, she speaks Vietnamese, which I'm assuming is the language spoken in Vietnamese, perhaps it's not, forgive me if it's not. I think it's Mandarin, and, isn't it? No, what the... I think it's Russian. And uh, I, I point to pictures of what I want my haircut to be, and she does it flawlessly. 
Okay, now. And you tip her $2? Yeah. I don't want her to think she's bigger than she is. Um, so, <laughs> you don't want this Viet Cong to get carried away, you know? I mean, Charlie needs to keep being Charlie. If well, again, we walk down some really dark racist roads on this podcast, just, boy. Just, just, just. Anyway, so my agent was like, you need to get a haircut for this audition. And I was like, oh, fuck, I can't go to Jersey City right now. And they were like, oh, go to this fancy place. I went to this fancy place. It was $100. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Wow. I would hope Jesus would be the one giving me a fucking haircut if you're it's $100. A, hey, you're a hot shot now. Your agent is directing you to get a haircut for an audition, man. That's big time. And in Manhattan, oh. you are next level. Go ahead. Manhattan. So then um, I go and I start talking to the guy. That's the thing about haircuts, first off. Can we talk about this? Oh, what God, is the I know. Deal? What is the deal with having to talk to them? I don't want to talk to you. I just want to sit here in silence and have you cut my hair. I don't you want don't to have a conversation. Talk. No, I don't. I don't. I just want to have a haircut. I love having conversations with people who I'm A, attracted to. B, I can get something out of business-wise. Jesus. C, no, that's not true. <laughs> Literally, I, actually, I can't. I, if I don't like someone, I cannot have a conversation with them. No, that's regardless. Normal. That's normal. No, like, I can't even, I can't network because of that. Like, I literally, if I don't find something interesting about someone, I cannot hold a conversation with them. It, it's been to my detriment, actually, because it, it destroys my ability to network. Mm. I just can't network. Anyway. So what's the point of uh, us hearing about this hairstylist story? I'm getting to it. I'm getting to so, it. So I, I cut my hair. It, it cuts my hair, 100 bucks. And and the point is, he was starting out as a hairstylist. And hairstylists, when they're starting out, they have to build their own clientele. Right. And I was like, how do you do that? He goes, I cold call people on the street. I go up to random women on the street, and I just chat them up. And then uh, once I've chat them up, I tell them, hey, do you want to get a haircut? I'm a stylist. I'm trying to build my portfolio, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, wow, that's pretty baldy. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm a super shy dude. I've never done anything like this. I don't I don't go up to people and talk to them, particularly women. And he was like, but it became a skill. And I made it a skill that I went up to total strangers, total strangers who are women and chatted them up and stru struck a conversation. Now, to be fair, he was not asking for dates from them. He was actually yeah, exactly. giving them something in return, which is, you know, like, do you want to be featured in a portfolio and stuff like that, which is something better than, do you want to go out on a date with me? Granted, yeah. but still. I don't know still, about this new venture of yours of going up to complete strangers as a practice. I, I, I think you should reserve it for, um, you do what you want, you're a free man within reason. Of course, you're in America, but, um, right. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Do what you want, but uh, don't do Why it just not? for the sake of it. Just be a little more smoother with women if you want to go up and approach women. If you want to but do that. But I got to practice. For I got to practice. For what? No, I mean, I got to build my way up. I got to learn what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. I got to figure out what kind of lines I can use to get in. Like, like the, oh, good seeing you again. That is such a good line. If you say so. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't think it was. I don't know. Maybe it is. It's just it a ti it's a tiny little seed that'll open you up to, you know, showing your true self, I That's guess. The thing. I, I had a missed I... connection type of thing with um, a waitress at uh, at this restaurant across from the theater. I, I wasn't I trying have. anything. No, uh, it's a place called Doc B's and it's really good. And I only go there for happy hour because everything's half price and I'm a Jew. Um, this girl had waited on me last half off tonight. I hope so. I will not pay full price for this garbage that I could Is buy. This... Anyway. Is this martini kosher? 
So there was this waitress that waited on me like last week at this restaurant. And um, I think she was throwing me like the flirty vibe. It's kind of hard to really read that when they're waiting on you. Just the look in her eyes, that aura that you got from the subway girl. And she was cute. But again, I'm like in my script, I'm working. I'm like, you know, I'm not focused on picking anybody up, let alone a waitress. So humble brag. True. And. And she didn't have good yabos or 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 derriere. Honestly, I, I I'm not. My mind isn't at looking at other women at the moment. I'm just. I've got a lot of other things percolating in my brain. So I wasn't in that mode and, where I was like, "Ooh, this waitress is hot." You oh, know? Yeah. Oh yeah, this waitress is real hot. I don't know why yeah. I'm black right now, but um, this, this waitress can get it. Yeah, yeah, this waitress got that ass for days. I don't know. I, 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 I serve me she, drinks. She was cutish. I mean, nothing that I would pursue, even if I was looking. Um, she could use my dick as a serving tray. <laughs> she could use my dick to mix her martinis any motherfucking day, baby. <laughs> I put my dick in that. Jesus Christ. Twist a lime. Cut to on my ass. <laughs> you need a twi- what? What? Cut the cut the alkaline. Cut cut the base. Cut the. Base You're talking about acid. salad tossing, Imran? So that it tastes good. You want to talk about salad tossing now? I mean, we can. It's disgusting. We should save that for the next episode. Oh, is it? Hey, you know, if if you ever get off the good foot and edit the fucking uh, podcast, we we can be up to about 10 episodes, which will be a special, special anniversary for us. A real achievement and a uh, a landmark in time. We'll of, be going steady at that point. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Shit. Marriage will be on the on the table. You know. All right. All right. That's it. All right. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, I gotta go jerk off. All right. Bye, bitches. Bye. Bye. Oh yeah. Good. I'm glad you're enjoying this. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm going full force right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is a production of Greg Wiener Productions Inc. and Hollow. Spirit Studios. Go to their website, hollowspiritstudios.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share. And to reach out to Greg Wiener or Imran Shake, feel free to message us at The Wiener Shake Show on our Facebook page. Or call 302-RAW-DONG. That's 302-729-3664. Thank you again for listening to The Wiener Shake Show. I'm Oprah Wiener. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Get to Old Navy right now. All jeans are on sale up to 50% off. From just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Try on a pair in-store and save even more. With 5 bucks off your purchase of $50 or more during Old Navy's Great Denim Try-On-A-Thon. Hurry in now to find your perfect fit and save big with up to 50% off all jeans. Now at Old Navy. Valid 812 to 821. Excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items, and jewelry. $5 discount valid with jeans purchase.